Frankie. I'm Chloe. And today we are talking about girl problems. So guys, this is still one for you. Don't think this isn't what you should be listening to because I reckon you're going to learn a hell of a lot. A little bit of insight into the female anatomy. Absolutely. Everyone needs a gynecologist in their life. So here we go. I've never been to a gynecologist, can I just say? Me neither. And I've had two kids. What? I'm not American. You don't right, go sorry, to a gynecologist. Yes. Okay. Right, anyway, well, what I think we should start off with... The vagina itself. Let's yeah. just put it out there. Yeah, the vagina itself. Firstly, what do you call it? Like, when you're speaking to your mates or something, what do you call it? Right, I hate the word pussy. Oh, God, yeah, no, it's the word. Do you not? <laughs> yeah. Guys, stop calling it a fucking pussy. Cause but then, my... Yeah, but then if a guy was, like, saying, oh, I want to... Rub your pussy. Oh, I don't know what. No, it's gross. What can my, they say? Oh, I want to rub your pussy. Because my kids call the cat a pussy cat sometimes, oh, right, yeah. and then it's like, yeah. But if, for instance, my gra- granny, I'm going to say this because that's fine. It's called muff. Now, muff is another term for a vagina. Your and granny calls it a muff. No, she is called muff. Oh, but yeah. Exactly, as in Little Miss Muffet. But I had to tell her when my grandpa was still alive. I said, "You do know." that muff means vagina and there's my grandpa giggling in the background she had never ever heard of that couldn't believe that this whole time when people giggled and my mom was embarrassed to introduce her as muff <laughs> rather than barbara um that That's it meant vagina so funny i've actually got really similar stories so my auntie she bless her heart like she's got a cat and she kept saying oh you know my pussy this my (laughs) pussy that and I remember we had to take her aside one day and say you have to stop calling it your pussy like where did that come from a pussy means this and we had to tell her and the poor woman was mortified god love her but oh sorry that was my foot I'm just rearranging myself in the chair huge fart from Henson over there um, but no, yeah, she, yeah, hilarious. Like she kept saying pussy because she had a pussy cat yeah. and we were like, you, you just can't say pussy. Talking about the pussy, how do you maintain yours? All off. All off. Yeah. Same. Um, some would disagree with it. I think a certain generation definitely think the bush is the one with just, you know, like a very yeah. low key bikini trim. I've heard the term bringing the bush back. And frankly, I don't agree with it. Like I remember, okay, the first time I realized that that having hair down there was an issue. So obviously I'd reached puberty and I was with my first boyfriend and I'd shaved around the sides because I'd learned how to shave. I shaved my legs for the first time, you know, I was really, really growing up. And um, I'd shave around the sides and he went, Oh, have you have you shaved around the sides? And I, I was really embarrassed because I thought that was a problem. And he was like, "Oh no, like I like that." And he was obviously he he was a lot so he older. He was into the bush. No, he was wanting me to shave the whole thing off because oh. people his age already did, whereas I didn't. And so when a friend of mine um, and myself went on holiday, we asked her older brother's girlfriend, um, "You know, what do you do down there?" And she said oh you shave it all off like come on and so I was like oh fuck so we both quickly went to the toilet you know nicked a razor and um shaved it off and I've never looked back yeah you've definitely I I had a similar experience like me and my friend at school were on the bus back from school back to her house and we were talking to one of the older girls and she said they were talking I don't even know how it came about but anyway it came up and she was like 
yeah, you just shave it all off. So and you we feel li- so embarrassed when yes. someone says that. You're like, oh, do you? So we went right. home and hacked it off like a lawnmower. <laughs> like literally <laughs> got rid of it. Because it's, but then like the older generation are like, God, you look like a plucked chicken. I know. You're like a little girl. And it's like, no, I just don't want someone's teeth to have a pube in them. I've actually had a situation before. This is disgusting, actually, where I was... Pube in tooth? No, not pube in tooth, but pube under nail. I... What? I was giving this guy a hand job. And um, as I moved away, I'd obviously... It was so hairy down there that I'd moved away and got a long pube stuck underneath my nail. I mean, I don't think guys should shave, but I think they should. Oh, trimmed. trimmed. Yeah, trimmed. But then I think guys get the wrong impression about trimmed and it basically being all off. Do you think? I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, like I've had a couple guys where like this, it's almost like stubble growing back. Yeah. But then when your like, stubble grows back, that's uncomfortable as well. Itchy as fuck. Yeah. So itchy. So I def- you do definitely have to have a period of all off, letting it grow back. Because also, if you shave too much, it hurts. Yeah, you start it does. like ripping yourself red raw. Oh god, I, wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I mean, it's it does sore. Hurt. And when it comes back, it gets itchy. Yes, really itchy. So itchy. So annoying. But I wax. I now have finally got to the stage where I wax my legs. Like I get them waxed. Obviously, in lockdown, my mother had to wax my legs the other day, and my dad walked in with me lying on the floor in a thong with my mother waxing and you know my bikini line um he wasn't impressed but i yeah i think keep everything maintained don't let anything go out of place and also clean cleanliness that's also the main thing yeah just keeping cleanliness it clean. is the main thing so moving on from like the vaginal area like but keeping i'm it quite happy with my vag are you I am like I you know what I was watching a program the other day and on it it said have you ever looked at your own vagina and I thought yeah I have like I've not no issues with my vagina oh I've got none yeah like but I've always been very open with my girlfriends like I've seen yours you've seen mine we're yeah, very so naked I, yeah, people yeah yeah we very are like god I know I if someone put you in a lineup with everyone else I could probably pick your <laughs> vagina you out think? I could yours I think actually. 100% yeah no I definitely could but Obviously, vaginas, a lot of things come along with that, like periods. I mean, when you're on your period, what are your kind of do's and don'ts when on your period? What's that kind of go around? What do you call it? I tell people that Peter, my friend Peter, has come to stay for the week. He comes monthly and this week he's staying. Okay, I don't have anything like that polite to say about it. I just say I'm on my... You're on the blob. I just am on my period. <laughs> right, fair enough. I've got blood gushing. Oh, God. No, Chloe. no. But I'm on the pill, so I don't really get a period, but spontaneously, sometimes it comes along. Do you not? I get my monthly, every, every same time every month. Yeah, no, I don't. If I wasn't on the pill, then I mm. would. But how I, about the first I, time your period didn't come because you found out you were pregnant? Oh, shit. Do you know what? I I hadn't even noticed that my period hadn't come. And I was in Australia. And I just remember saying to... It wasn't even about the fucking lack of period. It was like, God, I just feel so... Like, from being at the gym and stuff like that and playing netball. Mm. I was like, I'm football. I was like, God, I'm so tired. And they were like, maybe you're pregnant. I think you should take a pregnancy test. And I was like, as if... 
And um, anyway, like my partner was away. So I was like, okay, maybe I should take a pregnancy test. And I did. And it came back positive. And I was like, this has got to be some kind of sick joke. Like she kept the child. Oh yeah. God <laughs> love him. God absolutely love him. I wouldn't change him for the world. No, but at the time I was mother. 23. Like that is so young. So young. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I went to the doctors and I remember distinctively saying to him, I've taken a pregnancy test at home. Yeah. It says it's positive, but it was cheap and I don't really believe it. And he went, they're pretty accurate these days. So you probably are, yeah. but I'll take another one just in case. And he did say, yeah, you are pregnant. Can I just say, so I remember the call when you called me. And I remember you saying, I'm pregnant and I don't know what to do. And this is quite sad, actually, because you did say, this isn't the call that I ever intended to make to tell someone I was pregnant. And does that say something in itself? However... You obviously chose to have your children and you are the most fantastic mother in the world. Like I my, I take my hat off to you. I think you're incredible. But that call initially, you know, I was obviously very worried and I, I instantly thought get an abortion because for me, I'm, I'm not ready. I wasn't in a settled relationship, you know, all these kind of things. But um, I think you dealt with it incredibly well. Yeah. So we, just to clarify, like we were in Australia at the time and we were very, very, very happy. Like the most happy couple on earth. We could have basically been living in Disneyland. And, um, but I do, it was unplanned. I was 23, he was 25 and that's really young to have a kid. Well, it's and not that young though. It is these days. and It just wasn't in our vicinity at that point in our lives. So I remember he was working away. I was at home and we decided to get some clarity on the situation because neither one of us wanted to cloud each other's ideas of yeah. should we have this. We didn't want to feel forced into the situation because of what the other person th like thought. So I called you. I also called my mum and this and that. And of like I did ask the doctor for some abortion leaflets. I'm not against abortion. I think you need to do what is right for you as a woman. Mm. And that's it. No child deserves to be brought into a situation that the adult can't handle. Yeah. And I will stand by that. But we talked it through and we had decided that, yes, we did want to have kids with each other. Yes, that was the person we wanted to be with for the rest of our life. It yeah. just wasn't the timing we thought of. Yeah. But kind of everything that's meant to be is meant to be. So we we went through with the pregnancy and that was that. And my God, did the vagina change. Did However, the, like I do feel like my pregnancy story is for another topic. Like we're literally just talking about two kids, no kids and girl problems and vaginas. So... So, I feel like that's what I'm going to touch on tonight. Yeah, but we'll, we'll go into that definitely. My vagina, yeah, my vagina's been through a fucking hell of a lot. I remember when you, t yeah, I, we will definitely go into that at another point. How about the STDs? I mean, that is obviously something that changes the vagina. I remember. Does it? Well, you you know, if you have. Okay, I actually haven't had an STD before, but I remember the first time I went and got checked for an STD and I found it really invasive and, you know, this woman was clamping apart my vagina to take a swab and I remember looking at the ceiling and there was a poster of a fucking baby with a sun around its head and I thought, what, what on earth is going on here? Anyway, um, but I 
I've had, um, although I haven't had an STD, I thought I did actually a couple of years ago and I went and got tested and got told I had bacterial vaginosis, which basically... The baby. <laughs> baby, which is basically where you wash too much. So I... It, but he, he Can said I just to me, say, it's not only from washing too much, but that's how you got it. Well, I don't know. Well, what? how else do you get it? Uh, like, you can get it through, like, sex. Oh, well, I definitely I just wasn't... Don't want, I just don't want people to feel uncomfortable with it. No, I definitely like wasn't having enough thing. sex, that's for sure. But he had said, do you have baths? And, I, I, and it was funny, because I'd moved into a flat where I had a bath, so I was having a lot of baths. Mm. And basically, the soap had gone up and had infected me. Which, um, you know, is what it is. It was fine. Um, I, I also have no judgment on STDs. You know, I've plenty of friends that have got them. And I'm very surprised I haven't, to be fair. I mean, I do practice safe sex. But, you know, you, you sometimes slip up, don't you, really? Absolutely. And I remember when I was about 19, I, um, I was with a boyfriend. And previous to that boyfriend, I'd slept with a footballer. Ooh. So I, I was really Tell us his name, mate. No, no, no. Uh can't release names. But anyway, I'd slept with like a very, can I just say, low key footballer. It wasn't I'm, it wasn't um I'm trying to think of a footballer now. Yeah, I know. All Me, I can think of is David Beckham. But anyway, <laughs> it wasn't like a Chelsea England man. It wasn't a Premier League footballer. Look but he <laughs> he was a footballer. And anyway, so I then had slept with him and then I'd got with his boyfriend. I was with him and I'd end up getting chlamydia. I hadn't realised. So, and he so kept, you did, there was no kind of like no, discharge no or things si- you Yeah, knew. like no symptoms whatsoever. But he clearly had symptoms because he kept oh, saying to right. me, like, you've given me chlamydia. Blah, blah, blah. Wait, so he blamed you for giving him chlamydia. Yeah. See, now that's, that really annoys me because... You also don't know where you've got it from. Also, when you slept together, you were hardly in a relationship. He was sleeping around, so that's really not fair. Yeah, so who knows who gave you it to You tell someone, good on you. Good on for you for telling someone. And don't I remember, like, though. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go get tested anyway because I'm sick of the same argument. So I got tested and they were like, yeah, you've got chlamydia. Take Like, you know, chlamydia is so easy to clear up. And yeah. I, I th- honestly, to be honest, I thank God I had that rather than anything else because it was was done and dusted yeah and um i remember telling him and he was like you fucking given this to me the only reason you're telling me you've given this to me is because you want a lift to go and get you know the pills or whatever and i was like mate i'm sorted like i'm done yeah i'm just saying for your welfare you need to anyway that's so irrelevant but yeah i've had i've i had chlamydia when i was like 18 19 i haven't had anything since thank god but I did at one point wake up like, you know, when you've shaved and then you get an ingrown hair and it's like a spot and you think I was looking at it the other day and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Like, no. I, I practice safe sex. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, have I somehow like misjudged something? Have I got something? And thank God I didn't. It was literally just an ingrown hair. But the thought runs through you and your blood runs cold. And I was like, have I got herpes? Oh God. Um, We're going to move swiftly on now to uh, sex toys. I want to hear your, when, you know, when did you know sex toys was a thing? I definitely remember my first purchase. What was it? Actually, uh, well, I remember I 
befriended this gay guy and he was my first gay friend. I thought it was awesome. And he took me to Soho and we got my first dildo and it was a rampant rabbit. And frankly, I was so excited about that. I just say it's not a dildo, it's a vibrator. There's a difference. Is there? Yeah. Okay, I actually didn't know that. So a dildo is like just literally a fake dick that you fuck yourself with. Right. Whereas a vibrator obviously has all the mechanisms to just be like stimulating. It was a vibrator. I mean, the little bit hanging out had a rabbit face, which I actually found quite weird. But anyway, when I got it, I kind of used it. And frankly, personally for me, it didn't do much. I much prefer doing it myself. Um, but I hid it in my sock drawer. Now, I don't know what has happened to it. But when I came back to finding my sock drawer, it's gone. It's completely gone. I've never seen it again. So obviously someone in the family or my cleaners who is are like family to me and obviously <laughs> disagreed with it because it's gone. That is beyond weird. Yeah, that, that was weird. Can I, where was this timeline? This was um, when I was about 19. Okay, so you're 28 now. Yeah. So when did they steal the vibrator? Must have been, well, I'd moved up to London for a bit when we lived together for a bit. And um, I'd left so it at home in. then. Yeah. So this is years ago they yeah. stole it. And you've never bought another one since? No, I... No. Didn't you purchase one recently? Before I lockdown? Have. I have. So I've not ever had a vibrator. I've had bullets and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, but I've never had a vibrator. And to be honest, I don't even really use the vibrator as what it should use for. It's the thrill of buying it. Yeah. And you think, oh, I'm a dirty bitch. The and funniest then all of a sudden... thing was, though, I bought it and I bought it. It came in a range of colours. But um, it wasn't what I was expecting. So anyway, that's the vibrator that I have now. And do you use it often? I don't, do you know what? It's a proper vibrator for like internal excitement, but I don't really use it for mm. that. I feel a bit. I, I think if you use it with someone, it's actually more pleasurable. Yeah. But talking about that then, have you ever used sex toys with someone? Uh, no. Have you? Okay, so I have quite a good story actually. So I got with this guy at a house party. I, you know, basically it was a friend's brother. And I he oh was God, going to the so loo. Funny. And um, he kind of stopped me on my way through and he went, I've always wanted to do this and snogged me. And he was an older guy. And I thought, oh, amazing. Um, so got with him. And then he was like, oh, come and have a drink in my room quickly. And he had a kind of bungalow off the house. So we went in there. And I kind of thought at that stage, I was like, actually, I don't really want to be doing this. So I was kind of looking for a get out. And we kind of made out for a bit, a bit of snogging, you know, pretty innocent. And then he said, look, let me just go and get something. And he went to this drawer and whacked out a strap-on. At that point... Oh, a strap-on. Well, he had this entire drawer of sex toys. But can I just say, if it's a strap-on, he wants you to fuck him. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I knew that number. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was what it is. There was a whole... I, like anyway so then he said I'm gonna go get a drink and at that point I thought I've got to get the fuck out of here so I went and it was a bungalow and I went and I climbed out his window but my my back um you know the bit where you put your belt in of a jean got hooked on the windowsill so he oh, returned shit. to the room with me hanging, hanging out, the window. out the window um and he was like you know Frankie what are you doing and I was like oh sorry I just 
I just want to go back to the party, like. <laughs> um. Anyway, found out. Yeah, he was into much worse than that. A really nice guy, but I just, yeah, I and I, I don't judge people for doing that. It just, it's just not, not for me. That <laughs> is wild. I actually remember that because I was actually there. <laughs> But, like, talking about sex toys, like, it's weird. Like, girls, it's really acceptable. Mm. Like, can I just say, I was in bed the other day. So we've got this routine going on. Like, I'm not breaking any socially distancing laws. I've got this vibrator. It's all fine. I'm not really into the penetrative side. But, you know, the other side is, oh, it's pretty good. So I you know, put it under my pillow one night and I wake up the next day and the two boys come into my bed every morning for tea and toast. We have this sacrilege. Which is so sweet because that's what your father used to do for you. Yes. Okay. Tea and toast. You know, that actually sounds really weird, but take it away from like this weird sexualness. Like my dad has always brought me tea and toast in bed when I was living at home. And for friends that are staying, which I've always appreciate yeah he loves it so like at home me and the boys have fallen into this routine where i bring up a cup of tea for me and a slice of toast each for the boys and they watch netflix on my laptop and we're all in our bed i love how this story has come from sex toys what are we about to hear because uh, we're all in our bed right okay and it always goes me the little one the bigger one so i'm drinking my tea and i look across and they're watching something fucking shit like paw patrol and I look across and Albie's holding this big black vibe. <laughs> this big black vibrator in his hand. Brilliant. Trying to like click on the buttons. Like, what am I holding? I mean, Absolutely he, he probably thought he was holding a Nerf gun. Oh, God. And I was like, oh my. I literally remember just grabbing it off him <laughs> as quickly as possible and being like, you that, don't. That's mummy's toy. You don't need to say, I didn't even say it's mummy's toy because I didn't want to bring toy into like the thing of it. <laughs> so I just like ripped it away from me. Like, where did you get that from? And like threw it away and just pretended it never existed. But my God, that image will last a lifetime in my head. Him I just... mean, that's so funny. And you've got to mention that as 21st. <laughs> oh my God. He will hate it. But I mean, at least mummy was practicing safe sex on herself. Yeah, exactly. She was inviting some random man over to satisfy her. She was uh, you know, going to Amazon. Just literally by herself. We, um, I had a situation actually when you talk about like how guys, you know, with them, if if we buy a dildo, that's completely normal, right? No judgment. If yeah. a guy buys a flashlight, a vagina to make love, is to, it not called a flashlight? Flashlight. Sorry, producers just check. Corrected me there. So I've heard. Flashlight. He not flashlight. Sorry. Anyway, I knew that oh, firstly, we do need to touch upon the fact that that I would find that weird if I found that in a guy's drawer. Whereas if a guy found a dildo in my drawer, I wouldn't like to be judged for it. And they, I don't think they would judge for it. No. But my God, if I found like a fake vagina in their drawer, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> 
That's so bad. So many questions. But I actually so know a guy and, and went on a few dates with a guy, which um, he's an engineer and an entrepreneur, and he actually created his own one when he was younger. Sorry, what? Yeah, he he, cre- he created his, his own one to use, which to be fair, when he says it, I was like, charming you know how intellectual you've created your own vagina i mean it, he's a really cool guy so he kind of gets away with that kind of thing but talking about him um we actually had this date and we got very very drunk anyway we went back to mine and we were kind of snogging and all that kind of stuff and the next thing you know he said to me can i wrap you in cling film now what when someone says that to you, I thought, am I a bit of salmon? You know, what? <laughs> Sorry. Am um, I about to pop on the barbers? He requested to wrap me in cling film. Like, I personally couldn't... I was like, firstly, I already feel uncomfortable naked because I'm unhappy with my body. I don't want to be tightened up in a bit of cling film. Also, I don't think I've got enough in my drawer to wrap around my whole body. So I don't know how this is going to work. Anyway... I kind of thought he was joking. We carried on talking and stuff. And I went... Why did you carry on talking? He's he's a friend of a friend. Anyway, I then went for a cigarette. I come back in. He's bought the fucking clink film in. He has found it in my kitchen drawer. And come back in to use it on me. Now, anyway, I fell asleep. So nothing happened. But I woke up and saw the clink film on the side. And I just thought, what did he want to do with it? I'm not sure. I I just don't know. Um, We'll never know. He's a good guy, though, to be fair. <laughs> okay, a good guy he might be, but fetishes. Have you had any weird fetishes? Oh, my gosh, yes, you have. have Do you I? remember the guy that oh, liked... the foot. Yeah. The foot. Yeah, I See, I don't remember that. I did wank someone off with a foot fetish. So, <laughs> I mean, I, to be honest... Wait, I just, wait, when you I think I'm skilled... Off- but did you wank them off with your feet? Yeah, then? yeah, with my feet. Skilled. T- until he. God, this is like when I was nineteen. We've so, so that... gone off the topic of vaginas now, but you will. Yeah, we okay. can always go back into yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Carry on with the the foot thing quickly. Well, I just gave him a foot job, and he fucking loved every minute of it. Did you lick his toes? No, I'm not into. Did that. he lick your toes? No. I don't think he had a foot fetish. I just think it was one of those things that just like came to be. And he on was that actually, note, yeah, <laughs> carry on. And on that note, I think we'll leave it at that. But um, next week, we are going to be talking about lessons, the lessons we've learned through dating, one night stands and uh, the relationships we've had. So hope you've all enjoyed this week's podcast and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.